I feel like it's a hundred degrees. And and it is a hundred degrees. Welcome. Welcome to, to the favorite cheese podcast. The favorite cheese. It's podcast. actually not the. It's just favorite cheese podcast. Welcome to the Facebook. Welcome to the Facebook. You gotta get rid of that. Welcome. Um, no, it's welcome to favorite cheese. Right? Yeah, favorite chairs. Look, I just want to preface by saying I feel like this is gonna be a tiny bit of an unhinged one. Yeah. Because. Um, I am very pale as a human being. Yes. And when faced with heat, I don't do so well. I feel yeah. like in a sweat lodge, I wouldn't even need peyote. Well, you know, I would just, I'd hallucinate just from the heat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm seeing I'm, I'm seeing a lot of things, my guy. <laughs> I do not do well, well that's, in three-digit weather. Yeah, that's because you're like a hundred percent irish yeah i mean heritage. you know mostly like 85 yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some trickles in of other muttness there like but our people were forced to build the pyramids yeah and so yeah we've yeah you're gonna be doing sun. okay with that and mine are like mm, no, no i remember pass. i used to lead this hike an airbnb experience where i would take people to the top of the hollywood sign yeah. And I remember one of those days, like these two Irish guys, they had just landed in yeah. LAX that morning. So they're already jet lagged. Yeah. It was one of those like 106 degree days, which for you at it's home is like 49 degrees Celsius, which is impossible normally. Insane. And they were literally like on this hike and they like I had to give them like IV, liquid IVs yeah, and like yeah, and yeah. they're just like. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> to, like, but, yeah. to put a little sneaky, uh, you know, BTS, I currently have an ice pack on my crotch. I got an ice pack <laughs> in my, <laughs> right in my hoo-ha. No, uh, you can't say hoo-ha. <laughs> Why can't you say Because you don't have a hoo-ha. I know it's a joke, and no. you don't have it in mm, your hoo-ha. No, I literally am sitting with an ice pack on my thighs, and that's the only way we're going to mitigate yeah. this. Well, I was like, just leave the I was like, leave the, the fans on, you know? Like, we're not making money on this podcast, and Lee, because of her weird hearing thing, she really looked out for you guys with the headphones yeah, on. Yeah, who and was wants like, like a <laughs> yeah, I'm time. already a wah. I know, you are already a wah. <laughs> wearing my nice tropical shirt because it's very tropical outside and i'm happy to be home i don't know if uh i'll just hop right in if you don't mind Do you want to hop right into your camembert i think bear? i should hop right into my camembert i think it's just melted cheese Shot. it's uh -huh. just yeah it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mixture of all the sure. things so Absolutely. um i was out of town and i was in uh memphis tennessee yeah mm -hmm. um didn't really know much about tennessee but i've I've been I've been I've been working pretty hard out here in the uh, Los Angeles area and I was kind of getting to that edge of being burnt out. Yeah, you, you were like, I need to go somewhere, I, see something new or I whatever. I just needed to to a change for a second. Yeah. And um, my Swedish cousin, he, for whatever reason, was coming into Memphis, Tennessee to yeah. do a show. He was opening for a comedian named Doug Stanhope and he was like, if you want to hang out, I'll be there. And it's yeah. a free hotel. And just I was like pushing. I was literally like didn't book a ticket until the day before. Yeah, you were you were very much like, I don't know. You were I on the fence know. about I it. I was like, I don't know. The tickets are expensive. I know we have it's points. It's also like hard to like, get to shockingly hard to get to Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, which it, I believe now. Well, sadly, like after going there, it's like and no offense if you're from there, but it's like. 
tickets are more expensive because no one wants to go there so there's not there's <laughs> not no it's true there's yeah. not there's not a lot of people going there yeah so the tickets are more expensive you have to fly into denver meet with the illuminati uh-huh. mm-hmm. then fly wherever you need to go sure to get to to get to there or you'd need to fly to chicago or new york like yeah. there's no real direct flights from la to memphis except it's on like one of those weird airlines like spirit you know and love you're like spirit. i don't know we like love i don't spirit. i'm not bringing my own parachute so <laughs> <laughs> they're like sorry so you're gonna have to check that parachute <laughs> yeah yeah it's 85 dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're like what god damn it spirit so yeah. um so you were like the one who was like just go just like yeah, get out. you know also like your cousin is gonna be there it would have been no matter what like if you're with fan i feel like when you're even in your, the weirdest experiences, if you're with someone that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah the, you get along with them. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And so I was really looking forward to it. I've never been to that part of the South. But I mean, I've been to like Haythorne, Texas. I've been to yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I've sure, been to sure. other places. Yeah. But like not, but you know, you, I was just driving through. Would oh. you say this was your first experience with the South? I'd say it's my first experience with like, I don't know if it's the deep South, but like the South South and just like. Memphis is not the city it once was. Let's just mm, say, like, mm-hmm. um, and and I had a quite an interesting experience, and that's what we'll hop into here. Uh, I want to say that it was a very funny journey because Delman had never been to the South. I've been to the South a lot, and I have family in North Carolina and stuff, yeah. and and so I was like, I wonder if I should like warn him and let him know that he's like fully like you're not in Kansas anymore kind of a situation. Well, I mean, technically I was in Kansas <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if I should warn him. You're and not then in WeHo anymore. When, yeah, you're not in West Hollywood anymore. <laughs> but I, you got there the first day and you texted me and you were like, talk to a really nice man at the hotel. And, and I think, so, you know, America might be okay. And then you texted me on day three and you were like, I need to get out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me explain for those people listening going, I don't know what's happening currently. Basically, if you're from the United States, you know what we're talking about. If you're not from here, there's it's a big country, the United States, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of different uh, histories and viewpoints and, viewpoints. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, for the most part. Where we're like, rah, 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 bald eagles, America. Sure. But then when you really kind of zoom in, there's a lot of different things. So, oh, like, yeah. I remember when I would first go to Europe, and it was, like, back when George Bush was president. George sure. W. The and, w. And people would be like... um, Oh, you're an American? And I'd I'd always be like, well, I'm a Californian. Because yeah. that would always work. Like, especially, you know with worldly whatever and because everyone seems to like california in the rest of the world it's just the united states on that part of the people that make fun of us but um california is very very awesome very open-minded very liberal for the most part it's you know has a lot to see forefront of science forefront of a lot of things yeah big economy um we got mountains we got deserts Deserts. we got beaches we got cliffs we got (laughs) Everything you could imagine. So I was... I have California pride for sure. Yeah. So I was born and raised in California. So I always felt comfortable being like, well, I can talk about California because I've been to every single part from Fresno to San Diego to Redding. You know, I've been all over. Yeah. So I can talk about California, but I haven't been to all the states. You know, I don't know. This is true. Yeah. So 
when I was in Europe, I was always like California, and they're like Hollywood, and I'm like, sure, sure, yes, sure, yeah. sure, yep, yeah, and that's me. not no uh, West Hollywood, <laughs> but yeah, I go by Hollywood Delman. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So we landed in Memphis, and my cousin wasn't getting in for a while, and he booked this really fancy hotel in Memphis, sure. and it's like the fanciest hotel in Memphis. It's called the Peabody Hotel. Oh, the Peabody. The Peabody, oh. and it basically just feels like you're in the titanic like <laughs> like it's very ornate and sure. over the top but yeah. it's very old and yeah. like you're kind of like is this like even sink? in thought processes you're like oh did we go back in time to yeah the yeah yeah like yeah there's like people playing the piano yeah. and you're just like like it just it looks nice but when you really look at the details you're like this is huh. <laughs> yeah huh. this is gonna fall apart yeah. in one minute yeah yeah watch that crown molding <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're like huh, i just put my hand in the wall and it like sagged Little, in like a tempurpedic yeah. mattress uh-huh. like uh-huh. maybe there's a leak i yeah. don't know they're like it's historical yeah so i like, first i first get there i get there earlier than my cousin because his plane is like super delayed and so I'm just sitting at the bar, as yeah. one would do, and I start talking to a nice man from Oklahoma. Good for you. And he was like one of those old, like, foghorn leghorn types. Mm. If, and if you don't know what that is, it's like a southern chicken that uh, <laughs> is based. And he's like, he's like, where are you from now, partner? Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, California. And Dolan's you know? like in his Aloha shirt being like, California, yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah. And, and I thought like, wearing, yes. like, tropical shirts, like, Hawaiian slash Aloha shirts would be something they'd be into, but no, I stuck out oh, God, like no. a sport. Yeah, you're pump. the guy. You're so that guy. I'm I'm getting like, howdy, partner. What part of the country are you yeah. from? I'm like California, and they're like, ah, yep. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a hotel, so it's like you know, in the beginning, like even though this guy was Oklahoma, he was one of those like rich oil baron types. Ah, yes, <laughs> we love our oil baron. So types. we were just talking about just stuff. He said Barton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was maybe his name. Sure. Barton. Not no. He said woke way too many times. Oh, and and I'm like, that's not even something, you know, anyways. And and he was talking about stuff. But I will say we agreed on a lot of stuff. We met in the middle. It was a very nice conversation. Doesn't all have to be conjecture and fighting. Yeah, it it. wasn't. And it was like a really nice, like reaching across the aisles, giving some cheers, talking about America. And and then at the end, he bought me all my drinks. So if he doesn't like socialism, then I don't know what Uh, he's doing. Hey, my guy, just an FYI. Um, (laughs) He's like, I'll pay for you because I like you. Needs in the money. Yeah. yeah. So th- it was nice talking to him and he was a very open-minded, nice guy. But then like, sure. I realized Civil like we're in a hotel, you yeah. know? Yeah. So then the next morning, my cousin finally gets there. The next morning I wake up and um, the, the big part about the Peabody Hotel, besides it like looking like the Titanic sure. and besides the fact... Smelling like the Titanic. Smelling like a water <laughs> ride. Yes, like the Titanic. <laughs> They um they like to, you know, tell you that Elvis, you know, had his high school prom there. Thank God. I <laughs> wondered where he had well, his high school know, prom. I, that's my first thought when that I was, when I think of, of a celebrity. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder where they had their prom. Hey, did anyone know where George Clooney had his <laughs> high school prom? I'd like to go there. Yeah, one day when you're in Pomona, California and you go to the mm. Copacabana, they'll be like, Andrew Delman had his prom <laughs> here like, and this is where his heart was ripped. That's where he was crying. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, well, Uh, anyway, Um, (laughs) (laughs) so Elvis, he had his prom there. He signed his RCA contract over there. Sure, sure, sure. And then the Peabody Hotel, the weird thing.
thing about it is basically like 80 years ago, these guys got drunk on Jack Daniels uh, and they good. released a bunch of ducks into the hotel lobby. And the ducks Where were did like, they get the ducks. I they you know they don't cover that part mm. in the in the weird that voiceover. Like the first thing to be covered. They had ducks. Well, because? I I don't I think I don't know. The ducks were outside. They moved them in. They let them go. And then the ducks, being ducks, just kind of like, oh, there's a big marble fountain in here. Maybe we'll just swim in the fountain. Sure, sure. So they stayed in the fountain. People kind of liked it. The hotel manager guy was like, hey, can you get these ducks out of here? But one of the bellboys, for some reason, I guess he like used to be a trainer at the Barnum and Bailey's. Yeah, he's back in circus time. Everyone was in the circus. And so he this was his shot. And he Mm. was like, Mr. Peabody. (laughs) He's like, I think I can train these here ducks. (laughs) And every day I can bring them into the fountain. And then the Peabody guy's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, I that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy trained these ducks. And for 50 years, I'm not exaggerating, for 50 years, the same guy, every single day, wow. marched these five ducks from the the roof down to the fountain. And then it just became this thing. And he became the and duck. So, like, that's the gimmick. That's is the that gimmick. Like, yeah. It's just duck central. So they made him the duck master. He has a special suit and a duck like like cane that he swings around. <laughs> and they play some like John Philip Sousa, like, yeah. Yeah, and then he gives his whole speech about Elvis and then about the Peabody and everything else. And then he brings the ducks down and kids and weird people and all sorts of people. They get a kick out of this. And that's when that was my first thing into being going. I don't think a lot's going on here. Yeah, what's going on in Memphis (laughs) that they're like, we got to have the ducks. Well, not just that. They've done it every day for 80 years now. And the freaking lobby fills up with people like this is the attraction really like hundreds would you say at least uh, 50 okay All so right. a lot yeah. so you know a lot compared they roll out a red carpet and these sure. ducks come in so sure. the first guy who was the duck master he was odd and you know he wasn't he wasn't kind That's with so com- weird that the duck master was a weird guy <laughs> yeah 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 hey i am <laughs> one step away from duck yeah master, you are one but, step but away still. he wanted to be a falconer yeah, he settled yeah, yeah, for yeah. duck master no but that's a different relationship because i'm like very curious about these ducks right and yeah, i'm like that tracks so i go up and i'm like hey duck master john yeah um why aren't these ducks like flying around the uh you've been around ducks you know ducks fly they fly they flap and they fly Baby. And I was like, why aren't they flying? And he he and I'm like, you trained them. But still, like, I know ducks. And he leans in and he goes, we clip their wings. Good God. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, That's a like, nightmare. And, and he's like and he like gives me a wink. And I'm like, I'm like what is that? Cool. Like no. just between you and me. You know, and and now I, yeah. the and entire I, world. And then I, well, no, yeah, exactly. And then I go up to the fountain and I smell it. And it just smells like chlorine. These and I'm like, these ducks, ducks are these not, these ducks, ducks aren't free. They're held no. against their will. No. And every person free I told. Free the Peabody ducks. Yeah. And and it's just so funny because like, I guess maybe I'm just weird, but I'm the only one thinking about this stuff. Because then I told everyone, and they're like, I never thought about it. Yeah, duh. Of and, course their wings have to be clipped. Yeah. They're like. Also, just they're just like wah, 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 to yeah, the yeah, chlorine yeah. fountain again, everyone. Yeah. So that part was already strange. And my Swedish cousin is there. And Not I don't some- know if you know about Sweden, but like it's a it's an awesome country. 
There's not a lot of gimmicks or kitsch. Yeah, like yeah, they have niche here. things. There's yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of like, hey, here's why you're here. It's, it's mainly like, yeah, just it's like things you need, how to make your life yes. easier, yeah. organization, historical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning, education. Yeah. And and I mean they have their own issues, whatever. But it was just very funny because like he's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> like like he's just like, okay. "Why the ducks?" Yeah. And in true American fashion, they like leaned in, so it wasn't yeah. just like, "Oh, it's the Peabody and some ducks." It was like, "Now the Peabody is ducks." Oh yeah, you were texting me pictures of duck soap, duck sugar cubes, duck cups. Yeah, like everything is duck, duck, duck. Like they got, yeah. it's like their mascot now. Yeah. It's just absolutely They're duck and. Cr- crazy They're baby duck, yeah 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 <laughs> but you're not allowed to pet the ducks but um which oh. was pretty sad well yeah because then everyone's gonna pet the ducks don't they're already living in hell i know they already and have clipped wings well, and have to swim in a chlorine pool yeah well after the duck master was like don't you worry everyone up on the roof of the grand peabody hotel oh, no. the ducks have a two hundred thousand dollar duck palace that has their own natural habitat so i, don't I was believe like it. i was like i gotta see this palace i no. gotta get to the bottom of no. it i get to the top sure let's check out the duck palace it is just a cage with a smaller fountain in it a bunch of astroturf and duck poop everywhere. No. And I'm like, guys, natural. There's nothing no. natural. First off, ducks don't you know, live on natural a natural astroturf <laughs> habitat on the top of a roof. Oh, you know, man. Anyways, uh, it was awkward. Look, just let it start it. We can start a free the Peabody ducks. I Hashtags think so. I think free Peabody ducks. I think just l- releasing them onto a golf course might be the best thing they would ever. Yeah, want. except like, for they can't fly away from any natural predators that I, now live no, on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I guess you're right. But they uh, have to go to a duck reserve yeah. where they're living a happy life. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've decided, so, and not in 102 degree heat. Yeah, yeah. So that was the other thing. So. We're used to heat here in California, but it's like a dry heat. So even though it's very hot out, you can deal with it. In Memphis, it's just as hot, but then it's a wet heat. So it feels like you're in a sauna 24-7. Yeah, it's like a humidity. Yeah, yeah. it's 93% humidity when I was there. Good God. So I not only am like feeling like I'm dying, but when I suffer from anxiety, I get this like weight on my chest. Yeah. And that's like what kind of signals my body like hey we're anxious right now yeah or we're like hey we're a borderline panic attack exactly yeah. and so it's so hot and i'm just like have that weight because like i don't know what it is but yeah. like the pressure and the humidity just adds that there yeah so i'm literally it's like hard to breathe I'm, yeah it's hard to breathe i'm having panic attacks a lot and as you were saying about the south and i don't want to i'm gonna preface this because i i've been having a hard time like kind of talking about this and coping with it yeah yeah, and coping with it but like if you're from the south i don't have any issue with you and i don't want to hurt your feelings or anything i'm just going to say how it felt not being from being the a south transplant and yeah. being it seeing it for the first time but um where we were in memphis tennessee uh it felt very racist and yeah. and very segregated yeah and it was shocking like i had a culture shock for me and maybe this is maybe one of the big differences we're experiencing as a country but i feel like in california especially we like are a melting pot yeah yeah, well there a lot of transplants are from all over we never use the 
Confederate flag and we never yeah. we, we weren't Southerners. A lot of people that moved to California, they moved from all over the country. So you do get a mixed pot and, and from all over the world. So it's like I have British friends. I have um, Japanese friends. I have Chinese friends. I have um, Swedish friends. I have friends from all over that yeah. live in California. Yeah. So you get a world diverse pool. And we have a lot of people from the South. I mean, your mom is from Chattanooga, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. We have I have a lot of friends from Texas all over. So I feel like it's a balanced, um, a balanced ecosystem of beliefs. And there's not as much uh, that feeling of like uh, racism, you know, and it wasn't just the Peabody because we went all over. Yeah. But it kind of seemed like all the white old people were really rude, entitled and mean. Yes. And then all of the black people were super, super nice and super friendly but it almost felt like obligatory. Yeah, like they had yeah. to be, you yeah. know. And um, it and was heartbreaking. It was it's heartbreaking. Crushing. Yeah, it really felt very strange, especially when like people are coming into the hotel and there's like Confederate flags on their suitcases, and that's such a big thing that you. Oh, have it's to disgusting. Imagine it makes like, me stick to my stomach. I mean, I'm not. I mean, Germany did the opposite, where like you can't even fly any flags. Yes. But imagine if you were like a Jewish person where the Holocaust was and you show up and people just had swastikas and they're like, anyways, right this way. And you're like, it would just be horrifying and it would be scary. And so just putting myself in this and I just felt so different. And when you were inside all the white people that we would go up to, I'd be like, how do you like Memphis? And they're like, another day in paradise city on earth. And yeah. And then when you'd go to, when you'd go to a black person and you'd say, how's Memphis? They'd be like, Memphis is Memphis. And you're yeah, like, what does that mean? Course. And some of them are like, you know, I love my city, but like, I feel like I'm trapped here. You yeah. know, like, and, and especially when I would tell them that I was from California and that, you know, yada, 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 they would, they would open up to me more. It's not but, something that you, I mean, and, I know it cause I grew, I mean, again, I went to different things yeah. and I remember when I was younger, Coming from, again, very, like, liberal California, very, like, everyone is, like, I don't know, treated differently. And not it's not to say that California doesn't have its problems. We're not um, yeah, perfect exactly. by any means, no. obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I it remember, a com- it's, it's a difference, a cultural, of a cultural difference. absolute cultural difference. Yeah. And also to see it for the first time where it's literally on the tips of people's tongues. Yeah. I've never experienced anything like that. And I remember being, like, physically ill. Yeah. I remember being, like, oh, this no, is sickening. No, that's how I felt. So not not only with like the anxiety of the humidity and I I was texting your mom and I'm like, how do I survive? And she was like, she was like air conditioning, swimming pool. She's like, or else it just feels like you're breathing syrup. And I'm like, that's exactly (laughs) how it feels. I'm breathing syrup. Yeah. So and also the difference is we have a lot of homeless people in L.A. and in Southern California. And it's a big problem, but it's equal opportunity homeless. I mean, when you're out here, it's homeless people of all different races, creeds, ethnicities, genders. When you're there, it's pretty black and white, literally. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And so it was just like and that was only on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because like, I guess for whatever reason, it the Memphis itself looks like it's kind of falling apart. Like it, it doesn't look like the rest of the country that I'm used to. And it was quite scary. But on, so most of the 
businesses are not even open except on the weekends sure normal just coffee shops normal um restaurants they're just closed i'm sure they got hit really hard by covid they did that's what they were saying but there's all these homeless people during the week but on the weekend they literally like ship them out so that it looks clean when people show up and so i'm already just like this is too much right and my swedish cousin is like what is happening because he's like he's like i have been to egypt i have been to jordan he's like this is close to as scary which is like horrifying to hear because it's like as a an american uh someone from the united states i i you know pride myself and i want to show my family the best parts of this country and He's been to New York and he's been to Los Angeles, California. And so he has that part. But he was both of us. It was our first time. So when he's like looking at me and he's like, is this how it is? I'm like, I think this is how it is. And even when I've talked to others, other people, they're like, that's real America. And I guess we're only as great as our worst part. So I guess that is America. Yeah. But um, it was just absolutely eye-opening eye-opening and sad and and like i texted my other friend who's from nashville because i guess nashville's thriving like and but nashville was like four hours away yeah and so i texted him and i was like i was like well why is memphis he's like memphis is basically like the the flint michigan of the south and it felt like that it felt like these the there were huge buildings that looked like they had their heyday one time that were just empty there was windows empty like the you know it was just like a ghost town it felt like a ghost town and then every time i would ask him i'm like because one of my favorite things to do when i go to a city is get lost and everyone was like do not get lost do not walk around it's so dangerous and if you google it it's one of the most dangerous cities in america right now um so i'm like okay fine i'm not that scared i'm six foot two you know i got this but um you can't walk around because it's too hot. But anyway, so they're like, don't walk around. And also uh, I'm asking and I want to feel like I like what would I do if I lived here? So I'm asking the concierge who's this like just. I don't even know how to explain him. Yeah. But basically, like he looks like a concierge of a fancy hotel in Memphis. Exactly. Like, that's but exactly he's like he this heavy set like. white guy with blonde hair that's like hooched back. Yeah. And he, he looks like he looks like. Donald Trump Jr. If Donald Trump sure, Jr. Had, sure, he looks like Baron Trump. Probably. Baron, yeah, yeah, if he grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were describing him, and he, I was like, that—that's just like a baby. And he Baron was a Trump. nice guy, but like kind of an idiot, and you know. But it, he was nice. But I was like, hey, like he was just an aw shucks, which yeah, is yeah, very yeah, yeah, yeah. southern exactly. and familiar, where they're just like, well, I don't know, and you're like, cool, what do you yeah, know? And that was like the thing because I feel like in California we're honest to the fault. Like even though like this place is great, like if you come here. You're like, what should we do? Everyone's like, this place sucks. Leave, you know, or whatever. But <laughs> no, we, we you know, say, we'll yeah. give you advice, but we won't pretend that it's no. This, we like, like are pretty pragmatic about yeah. Things. Don't go there. Do go here. Well, he was just like, I love the Peabody. It's my favorite hotel in the world. And <laughs> like, I'm like, Dylan? skip, skip Dylan? this track. You know, like it really felt like he <laughs> yes, was just reciting. Well, I just love Memphis, and I'm like, sir. Yeah. So I asked him. I go, what to do? Well, Elvis, Graceland, obviously got to go to Graceland. And I'm like, okay. And that's Elvis's house, by the way. And then he's like, or you could go here. This is where Elvis went or here. Elvis also went here or you could go. I don't care enough about Elvis to follow in his footsteps. (laughs) So the only place I'm going for anyone that I love is Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I literally am like, okay, like, hey, let's just say we don't care about Elvis. And he was like, (laughs) 
<laughs> like like he almost died. He's like, but that's all we have. The ducks stop. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. The piano stops playing. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that was like already. And and he's like, well. I guess you could go to this diner where Elvis went to get. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll go to the diner. He's like, it's the oldest diner. And I was like, did anything else happen here of any significant? And I know there's something, but anything. And he's like, Elvis. I'm like, all right, dude. Got it. Bye. So we walked to this diner and we're on our way and we're walking through some seedy parts of the town, but it's nice to actually see what what's going on. To be fair, you didn't know much going into I didn't Memphis know anything. I'm going yeah. to see my cousin. Like that yeah. was it. And and everything else on top of it was a bonus. Bread on some butter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get to this we get to this um Diner. diner and it was cool it, you know the booths and the whole thing yeah, man. ordered Fucking some grits and some yeah. eggs. butter grits some biscuits hell yeah which, biscuits and gravy hell which yeah my cousin kept calling muffins and i kept having to be like these are, these not, are not muffins, muffins. Like, but it looks like an english muffin i'm like not no, an american no. one these are these biscuits, biscuits. Yeah, and yeah. you are absolutely challenged <laughs> on whether or not you're a real american if you can make yeah. your biscuits yeah but as we're on the way to this place we pass by this hotel and it says um, I have a dream, MLK, and the and the letters are kind of like falling off. And I sure. knew this was the South. And so I'm kind of like, hey, can we check this out? We walk over to it. And it's this hotel that's kind of like kept as it was. Time capsule. Time capsuled. And it has these cars. And then there's this big plaque. And it says, here is where Martin Luther King was assassinated. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And you look and there it is. And there's a big flower wreath to remember him. Yeah. And nobody was there except for my cousin and me and two and a woman and her two children. And they happened to be African-American. And they were have we were all having like an emotional time. But for me, it was shocking because I asked, you know, the concierge a million times what to do. And yeah. he, uh, he didn't say anything about this. Yeah. And I mean, of course, I knew in the back of my mind but I, it wasn't on the forefront of my brain and and to just stumble across such a big place such a massive moment a massive too. place that he didn't even suggest to go to and obviously this museum is hurting because not enough people are going there it's a civil rights museum yeah and not enough people are going there because he keeps sending them to graceland you know yeah. and all these and it, it was just insane so i'm like we're having like this emotional moment and then we yeah, have you our said it kind of wrecked you oh yeah it wrecked me because it's like already i'm feeling this under underlying tension sure and then i asked this guy a million times where to go he doesn't say anything and we just happen to stumble across this so then we go have our breakfast we're both and even arn is like i cannot believe he would not suggest this place you yeah. know he's like he's like isn't that's a national holiday here and i'm like yeah it is yes, and he's like is. so why wouldn't they say something and i'm like i have no idea so we're leaving the the breakfast spot and my cousin is like this is a big deal like shouldn't we shouldn't they have told us and we're both kind of like offended that they wouldn't tell us yeah, about this stuff so we get back to the hotel we've had kind of an emotional day and I go to the concierge guy and I'm like dude why didn't you tell me about this and he's like well I love Memphis and I just want people to have a good time when they're here. But that's exactly what they do. They forget. I mean, I feel like so much of the, at least the places that I visited, it is so like swept under yeah. the rug and yeah. it's so horrible. And it's yeah. like still the treatment is not up yeah. to par as to what it needs to be at all. And it really is like, I can't describe it any other way except for just like 
sickening because you just it's go like sickening. how are you sitting there like denying any of this when we went to well not they're to in compare, denial they're living like, in denial like yeah. the city is crumbling around them it honestly as my cousin was saying felt like a third world country and they're just pretending like everything's good the ducks are good the Elvis is but good. But still not Every- like owning up to any of their not like owning absolute up to, not owning up to it and tragedies. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just like absolutely crazy. And then the more you go down the rabbit hole, the more you realize like a lot of very important things for civil rights happened in Memphis. Yes. And yeah. a lot of other things and a lot. And there's a huge music scene, not just Elvis. Like, yeah. so that's the other thing is like. They have Beale Street, which is like the red light district or Las Vegas, like lots of lights, people drinking in the streets. New Orleans kind of like people just partying, having fun. But it used to be like, but well, it used to be like a musical yeah. Mecca where there'd be like um, uh, a Huey Lewis performing there. B.B. King. B.B. King. Yeah. yeah there's B.B. King Avenue and yeah. like Ray Orbison and all these people. Yeah. And they kind of talk about that, but not really just elvis and so finally luckily i found this museum called the stacks museum and yeah. it's based on the stacks records which was like um a company that made these records and it was beautiful because um you know white people and black people came together to make music and it was like in a very segregated part of the country it was where things were not like when you walked in that door it didn't matter the color of your skin you were just playing music and a lot of people came up there i mean otis redding yeah um Which I, I feel like lead with that yeah I'm like, that's, huge. that's humongous yeah, otis redding and, and the whole style of music not just like elvis and rock yeah. and roll but like soul yeah and the r&b place, and soul yeah. yeah and the place was called soulsville and yeah. like you know so many people came up in there and um smoky robinson yeah. isaac hayes it, and it was Wasn't just the supremes too the supremes the um yeah it, it was just like um on and on and on about how like and it was amazing and how influential it is yeah. and how like massive it and is. how and also a lot of it came from how someone should definitely suggest going there instead of the booth yeah that and and Elvis. also the museum is in the exact spot where the That's record so company cool. was so when you go there you're in a very um poor rundown specific part of the city that like we hadn't seen before you know and it definitely is a different like deep woods feel you know and the and the music they created there is amazing i mean it's just like it's that soul that that the the church music meets like old slave slave music meets church music meets rock meets soul and it was incredible and that was one of the best experiences for me was going to that museum and learning about all that stuff and then again i go back and i yell at him and i'm like why didn't you tell me about stack and he's like well Well, you know you know know. the ducks and blah 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 and no one cares about your stupid ducks it was just like such a strange feeling um do you feel like it was educational in a weird way i mean i learned a lot yeah i don't know if it was educate well yeah i learned a lot about the country and about um how the other side lives and it it was just really interesting because a lot of people you meet there too they've never been to california of course not and they've never been to some of the other parts of this country and so it's really interesting when oh i remember a lot of people crap talk on this state and i'm like why don't you come here because after going there arguing with like my cousins and stuff when they'd be like socialism's horrible and i'd be like go to sweden just just go or like i remember them saying well, stuff that's a that social they, democracy sure but i'm just saying like they would talk about things that 
they would talk about California and I'd be like, you've never been there. Like, yeah. what are you talking well, about? Well, that's the one difference. They're like, it is so expensive. And I go, and it is so expensive. And it is. But even yeah. yesterday when we were driving around the worst parts of L.A., they were nowhere near as bad as the worst sure. parts of Memphis. Sure. And for me, I'm like, and if that's what it costs, you know, because like after seeing it, I was I was shocked that that that. I was shocked that people from there can that can have such a negative opinion on California or something because it's like going there. It literally I was like when they say the South will rise again after going there, I'm like, it will never rise again. Like they, <laughs> I don't they, think so. They got they got so much work they have to do just yeah. to get to normal. In my opinion, I'm really sorry if you're from Memphis that I'm talking crap on it. So like long story short, then once Thursday, you th- there were parts of it that you. So once Thursday rolled around, for. yes, obviously they cleaned up the streets a little and then things started to like come alive the businesses started to open but my cousin and i we got out of the downtown area and we went to like i wanted to go where other people would go so we'd just get in the uber driver and be like take us where you go yeah take us show us real memphis yeah Yeah. so they took us to like um they took us to like cooper young and then they took us to like midtown yeah and those were like hipsterier areas and so we went to this cool bar called b-side and we met these people who you know were like our age and after talking to the people our age, maybe it's the internet, maybe it's just our social media, maybe social it's media, a new generation. But they were like n- what I would consider normal. Like I would hang out with like, these people. We were all on the same page, you know. Yeah, it was just yeah. very much like we're just having, we're just trying to survive in this world and have a good time and make connections. Yeah. And it did not feel like the downtown felt or like the old s- style felt. It felt more you know, like what we would do in LA or what you would do in any hipster area. So that was like comforting to be like, okay, there are parts of this city that are not. Well, and I think in a weird way, it's like, I remember going there when I was really young and hearing words I'd never heard in California and being like bawling my eyes out being so, I mean, my brother who's very sensitive too. He would have moments where he'd be like, how is this happening? Like he would just be so thrown by it and we'd have to like, really come to terms with all these things that we just didn't understand were even possible but i do really appreciate in a weird way like i i know how naive i am to like my privilege i know how naive i am to like that's what it made me feel it's like i just had no idea um that it was going to be like that like i had no idea like i mean yeah it was just shocking i really do think it's one of those things where as as eye-opening and as like unsettling as it was i think it's a very good thing to like see and learn no it was it was and now go okay i've i've been there and i see the education and now i can at least from a standpoint see how people go hey this is a problem and i go oh no it is i've been and i've seen it firsthand it's It's a a massive problem problem. i don't know like because that's the other thing we were just talking the whole time on like I don't even know how you would fix it because a lot of people don't even know it's a problem because they've never been anywhere else. Yes, precisely. And then even people that are experiencing the problem have no idea because they've never been anywhere yeah. else either. And it's, so it's just like a complicated, weird, walking on a thin line, you know, 
sort of thing in Memphis specifically. I'm not talking about the whole South or anything. I'm talking about Memphis. You just got a dose of. I got a dose of Memphis. Reality, Memphis reality. And, yeah. and it's crazy because a lot has take a lot of songs take place and it had a heyday. Like it was a big deal. Sure. And so it, it's interesting also now to see a city just trying to cling on to old rock and roll and kind of like that southern rock and it's just really not what it used to be and a lot of people moved to nashville and you can tell they're pretty mad about that yeah but um besides it being like 2000 degrees and 98 percent humid and 95 percent racist um it was it was (laughs) a really nice to hang out with my cousin we had a really nice time um we caught up we saw a part of this country that neither of us will ever forget and we'll probably not go back to i i don't have a reason to go back to memphis i have no problem with tennessee i hear chattanooga is amazing i hear um nashville is amazing so it's like i don't have a problem with tennessee i'm glad to be home i uh used to really like elvis he's still fine (laughs) um but like uh memphis is a is a is an interesting city right now in the iteration it is yeah and uh I got to see the Mississippi. That was cool. That's really cool. And yeah. uh, I got to go into the Bass Pro Shop headquarters, which wow, is in a that feels pyramid. Good. There's Illuminati in there. They meet there, you know. No, they meet in the Denver airport. The two, the Illuminati's meet in the yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, the Bass Pro Shop yeah. pyramid. The Illuminati. Yeah, we're Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not I. Yeah, yeah. Illuminati. I. So yeah, so I'm glad to be back. And um, I don't know. I in a weird way, like I feel like. Not it's not like in any other way, but I am glad that like you got to experience that first time because that's something that I've gotten to experience. So when stuff came out and I remember being like, yeah, I felt that before. Yeah, I felt the discrimination that people I've seen it happen firsthand. I've done it. And and I feel like in California, again, you it's it can blind you a bit to like be like, well, that's not how things are. And it's like, yeah, not here. I've been literally going across the world being like pitching the California message saying it's the whole United States and it's just like wrong. It's like, and even in Oregon and even in other parts, like there are, it's prevalent. Yeah. yeah, And I'm not just saying racism. I'm not saying that, but there are huge cultural differences based on every state. Yes. Because if you were in Europe, basically if we were going from California to Arizona, it would only take you a couple of hours. Yeah. But it's still kind of the same. We we all speak English. We're all United States citizens. But it would be like going from like France to like the Netherlands. Like sure. it's a huge gap, a yeah. huge cultural difference, language difference, belief difference, you know. So yeah. that's the difference over in Europe. It's like everyone is so has such a deep history and such a deep idea and belief that's completely different than their neighbors. Whereas here, we all pretend that we're and a proudly well, and stand sure, except for they they do you. also i mean again i've the family that i've had like holds on to the history of that but what yeah. they're not trying i mean it's like what they're not realizing is that their history is rooted in like absolute horrendous beliefs you yeah. know it's like yeah. when they sit there and like you said that guy with the confederate flag on his thing when we went to munich yeah the difference is like Every corner we turned, there were so many statues mm, and remembering, remembering like in moments flame. and art structures yeah. to like 
the Holocaust and, and all of them going like we fucked up and we're so sorry. Oh, and you're not allowed to wear or to heil Hitler. Or you're not to, allowed to do anything. Well, it was also lines, funny because Wednesday, obviously. Wednesday in Memphis is motorcycle night. Yeah, sure, sure. And so all these motorcycle drivers were driving around and they were all wearing those helmets that we just think are like motorcycle helmets yeah but my swedish cousin who's also jewish he was like why are they all wearing nazi helmets sure and i was like oh those are just what people wear and then he's like no those are nazi, those are nazi helmets. helmets yeah and, and that's the thing is like you wouldn't be able to wear that and i'm yeah. like well technically i don't think they're dot approved you know yeah. but if, but that would be the problem over the fact that they look like nazi the, helmets. the fact that yeah that but you wouldn't even be able to like whisper about that yeah. in munich and yeah. and that's the right in my opinion, I mean, like, that's the right approach to take. The right yeah. approach to take is go like, hey, we fucked up. This yeah, was an yeah. actual tragedy. Yeah, this yeah. is disgusting. We don't even stand yeah. by any whisper. Of it. No, no. Some guy can just like have a Nazi helmet and carry around a Confederate flag like yeah. that. It's just. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I get just it. think uh, maybe embrace your past and uh, try and not pretend things are great and to uh, don't embrace your past. No, don't embrace it like we're going back in time. But uh, I mean, just like. Pre- acknowledge don't pre- acknowledge acknowledge your wrongdoings yeah, yeah. of the past just don't pretend it didn't exist you know yeah. anyways so that was memphis and do uh, you want to preface and say there's no shit talking massively on the south if you're not racist you don't have anything to yeah, worry about i mean there's <laughs> like, there's pe- there's horrible people everywhere there's great people everywhere i'm just saying it was term- an eye-opening it was an trip. eye-opening experience for a young california boy yep Who's even not even from the nicest part of California. I'm from the Inland no. Empire. Yeah. And uh, some would say the Inland Empire is the south of California. Of California. It is. Absolutely but, the south uh, of California. It's a big difference. Yes. So, yeah. But I'm happy to be home and I'm happy I went and uh, my cousin's set went very good when good. he opened for Doug Stanhope. Great. And uh, things went great. Good. So, we love that. Yeah. So anywho, uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you were gone, and so it was like, I don't know, I had the whole house to myself. I felt like very like, I could have a party, I could go crazy, I could go feral. When in reality, I just watched Outlander and ate like a half a watermelon at a time. Oh, so you're just getting horned up. <laughs> yeah, just getting horned up eating melon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's exactly what my nights consisted wow. of. Just, you know, went thrifting, watched Outlander, ate watermelon. Honestly, lived my bestest yeah, life. It was good. pretty good. Um, that was my fondue of the week was that I realized like not only did I obviously miss you a lot, but sure, it was sure. just a very funny thing where I realized that I'm at a very different age in my life now where it was like all of my like wild party ideas were honestly like I'm going to have a watermelon for dinner <laughs> like, and like insane things like that where I was That's just funny. like this is so sad and un- truly so pathetic where it was just like i'm gonna have a night of heavy cheese that way i can fart up the whole bed and <laughs> no one will be mad at me wow. and i'm like oh no i'm getting older i'm getting older in the sense that my party days are like like even we were, i was talking to friends and we went to go see movies and and i was like how's eight and we both were like eight is so it's late like we both had like five thirty. Like not no. We both yeah. had those moments where I was like, "Oh, I'm. That's fine. I'm no longer the party animal. I don't think I ever was the party animal. No, you but, never were. But I definitely am not anymore. Considering yeah. that, like, my wild nights include like a nice warm bath. Well, the same with and- us. Like, I mean, uh, my cousin and I, like, we would have like 
the first night we had a few beers and then the next day we were like sweating so much yeah we were just like maybe we just don't drink maybe anymore just, can we <laughs> just keep up our electrolytes yeah, yeah maybe it's just water and more <laughs> yeah. water and then some it is, gatorade it's so funny it really is just like i realized that that was my fondue of the week was realizing that like embrace the change of when you get older embrace the things that were like i really had this odd pressure to like go out and do something yeah, like yeah, or like yeah. just be like i'm gonna meet with friends every day i'm gonna have like a coffee date here yeah. not that i can't do but that yeah. now but it's just like we love each other and so we spend a lot of time together and sure. i was like oh this will be the like you know i'm gonna go hang out with this here and this here and then i literally was just like actually i'm probably just gonna stay home and eat a lot of cheese mm-hmm. and watch a lot of soft porn and by, i mean outlander oh, mean is soft porn outlander is absolutely soft porn if you haven't watched it dive right in because right it's in. just it's a fun time until um, this, well, that one weird oh yeah no it, it, got, it does get dark i should preface it's by really saying dark. it gets really super super dark yeah. but if you're into like scottish men and and like mild smooches and stuff like that yeah you know yeah. I don't know. I stick to like the first like eight episodes yeah, and then yeah, I just yeah. go and back just and repeat. start over. <laughs> yeah, until, the, until the dark stuff happens. Until the dark stuff happens. Yeah. But no, it was, I just, I realized that yeah, very see, quickly. I, I just kept texting you like, I miss you so much. You did. I want to come home. And yeah. then you just weren't texting me because you were just home alone. I was just here and I was like turning on some like Taylor Swift like, and like <sighs> dancing to Cruel Summer as I like ate half a watermelon. Home alone for yeah, you. It really was. Yeah. I was just going crazy. But again, in the saddest way if yeah. anyone put up a camera and they were like we're gonna catch her in the act mm. it would be like oh there she is she dancing. just slept for four days <laughs> <laughs> she didn't wow even wake she up is yeah. sleeping yeah. again yeah and those are some the paint is peeling off the walls because she's ripping all the toots the cheese toots yeah it was a great time in the sense that i um was absolutely yeah. the saddest 38 year old woman that's ever ex- if i had like a sea of cats or like a sea of rescue. And I did. That is true. This is a real thing that I haven't even told you. But there was a little uh, black and white puppy that I saw online. And I was like, maybe I should just go meet him. You know what I mean? Because maybe I should just go see him. I sent him to you too <laughs> yeah, online. You but I was like, oh. And then I even like tried to track him down. And I had that moment where I was like, oh, I'll just go here. And then I'll like swing by and see that puppy. And I was like. If you have a dog when Delman comes home, he yeah. won't forgive you. He'll be very upset with you. Yeah. I mean, you'd forgive me because you would. But I, mean, I was like, too it's many. three's too many. Three's You're right. too many. Three's One a crowd. per person. Three's a crowd. Yeah. I get it. But it was a very hard thing for me not to do. The positive is that he got adopted. So I literally, the next day, he was. they were like, so, so, you know, Cinnamon got adopted. And I was like, okay, great. Cinnamon. Yeah. But well, that's great. I almost got a dog and I ate about four watermelons. Great. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you for the times. Well, uh, shall we, uh, since we're melting currently, you shall we dive into the yeah, melting why pot? Not? I mean, look, I think we could probably do while, like so. one. <laughs> just kidding. We can do a couple questions. I will say, I asked today and you guys really delivered. Yeah. I got some really, yeah. really good ones. And also, thanks for reaching out to us on the Instagram. Um, yeah. We've been reading your messages. Sorry to some of you who are having really hard weeks, but I'm glad we could be there to help yeah, you through it. It makes me feel so happy that we can like be any semblance of light in your And I also love life. Like, how much you guys uh, support us in finding our final form. You know, like, I mean, so many of you are supporting my 
my love of falcons. Yeah, a and lot of people really wanted so to get into falconry. Yeah, I mean, someone said they'd start a GoFundMe for this. <laughs> um, <Dude>. But <laughs> I don't. We don't have the place to facilitate <laughs> yeah. birds. No, but I do love. I I came up with you know like when, for whatever reason, when a family will just start picking something for you and sure. they're like, she likes owls oh, now. That, We're oh buying your owls. My, yeah. That's the family yeah, from yeah, the yeah. South always sends owls and I'm like, I don't know how that got started. So I figured it out. Just early on when you're young, sure. just pick something so crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. And then make that your thing. Because like literally now when your mom is texting the family, she's like, well, now that Delman is Ski-Doo Delman. And I'm like, great. Done. Yeah. Right. Because I will never be mad when you're like, well, we rented you a Ski-Doo. I'm like, see ya. You are <laughs> Ski-Doo Delman Or now. if someone's like, we got you a Falcon experience. Great. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. So maybe just like. You're really like, let your eccentricity flag fly. Yeah. Trampoline yeah. Delman. That was a young one. Well, Trampoline Delman. I think you're. I mean this kindly. I think you're a little too old. High trampoline. dive Delman. High dive Delman. I'm putting a kibosh on. No more high diving at your age okay. and your fragility. Okay. But you can falcon all you want and okay. you can ski do all you want. Okay. Okay. But yeah. high dive Delman, he's okay. got to go. Glass blowing Delman. No, no, no. That's a good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah, he all seems right. cool. Walking on hot coals Delman. That seems insane. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. These are great and I love them already. Yeah. Uh, Rachy Rach. Hmm. She asked. Favorite kind or form of bread? Mm, I know mine. Okay, let's hear it. Look, um, it doesn't seem like a really hard question until you actually analyze it because there's a lot of different forms of bread. We got a lot of different ways. You got biscuits, you got breads, you got croissants, you got... I mean, if you're going to put it all in the bread Mm -hmm. world, we got a lot of them. But I am safely and positively going to say your sourdough bread that you make... Thank you. ...with just like salted dope butter on it... Yeah. For the rest of my life, I yeah. could eat that and be happy. Whenever they talk it's about prisoners eating bread and water, I'm like, sounds dope. Mm-hmm. I love it. Can yeah. do. I'm happy to yeah. do it. Warm, fresh bread yeah. with butter, yeah. hands down. Can eat my body I mean, weight in I it. I love bread. I love yeah. beer. I love bread. I love anything in that world. Yeah, but- um, I mean, the reason I started making bread is because like pre the bread that i make and pre going to iceland the only breads i was eating were like wonder bread or which, a wheat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which is not bread you yeah, know it's no. just like whatever but when you have homemade bread or you go to like a bakery that has real bread and when we were in iceland yeah. we went to broad and company and it just has this incredible bread it's a, it's a it's game hard, changer. But because I like all sorts. I like brioche. I like uh, King's Hawaiian. I love a ciabatta. <laughs> yeah, I love I love ciabatta. a focaccia. But yeah, um, I think any bread that's homemade with love is wow, my favorite bread. Good for you. Yeah. Um, this is a really good one. Sarah Peapod asked, what's your favorite piece of vampire media? Okay. I like what we do in the shadows and true blood. Now, we tried to do true blood i tried during the pandemic i was like you've never seen true blood you have to see it it's unhinged in the best which it is yeah it's it's an insane show and it only gets more and more insane and whenever i watch it now i'm like hbo max like or hbo what were you doing like that's insane they were were like people love that show people loved it it was so camp it's so ridiculous it's so horny oh yeah and it's also just so like it gets more and more feral. The werewolves come in. It just gets absolutely insane. Yeah. It also reminds me of that. Um, the A Court of Thorns and Roses series because 
that gets really feral and insane. And I keep thinking everyone's like begging for a TV show of that series. And I'm like, it's just going to turn into true blood. But for our generation, Give them what they want. I know you're yeah. right. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, you know, again, everything was like the sexy vampires and the sexy yeah. werewolves. I don't and find like, vampires that sexy. You don't no. out of werewolf or vampire. Which one are you going to smooch? <sighs> I mean, can I smooch the werewolf in human form, or does it have to be in the yeah, werewolf? Yeah, you can switch both of them. Smooch both of them in whatever form you okay, want to well smooch not, them. Okay, well, I won't kiss them in werewolf form. Okay. But uh, I guess a werewolf, because vampires are just, it's just too much. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And it's also like, I don't want to be your human yeah. blood bag, you I know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. what am I to you? I don't exactly. know. I like let the right one in. I, I feel like that would be the yeah. most real. I, but yeah, I don't know. I thought interview with a vampire was funny because they just all look so ridiculous. But yeah. what we do in the shadows is my favorite. There's the movie, a not bunch the of show. like graphic novels. I like novels. the show too. I love the, the show. I love the movie. There's a bunch of graphic novels that I really love too. Uh, Thirty Days of Night is oh, like yeah. one of my favorite favorite ones. They did a they did a movie of it and it w- did not do it justice in my opinion because I I really loved the whole series. That was like it was one of the first times where they did a good job of making setting it in a modern day setting and not making it like super lame and making it still insanely fearful and insanely yeah. scary well, and that's what i liked about what we do in the shadows is like that it's yes, modern it's yeah like they've lived with each other for so long yes. and they just have normal and they're issues. still like, like putting up with like dishes? the 2000s yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that which you're like yeah that yeah. would be a very different journey um i also really i we ironically my friends and i in the soup group i have a group of soup loving friends that we watch we started with harry potter and now we just kind of get into like whatever series we want to kind of make fun of and we watch titan no we watch twilight ironically and an ironic viewing of twilight is fantastic it really is it's like it's so insane (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's so campy it's so ridiculous that you're like this is absolute madness if those books didn't do anything it would have never obviously seen the light of day another favorite thing i like to do is dive into like twilight bloopers because you can see how much robert pattinson like truly hated being there and truly hated everything because he'd be like whoa and he'd go too far (laughs) and they'd be like hey too far and he'd be like i hate this and he'd just be like (laughs) Like, yeah i bet you do i would hate it too and i really love an ironic now he has a career no, absolutely. Yeah. But I think he did absolutely hate doing Twilight. I think he's gone on record being like, that was some of the worst yeah, times of my life. you know what? So what? Yeah. Okay. Whoa up, Wabba yeah, yeah, Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. Stop crying. You're, listen. I'd love to be a sexy you're vampire. Sexy so if Edward. casting sexy vampires. Tillman, you? Yeah. I'd be, Let's see. Can I see your smolder? No, I'd be a, a funny, sexy vampire. You can't be a funny, sexy vampire? Yeah. No, it's either funny vampire or sexy vampire. You don't get to be both. Why? Why are you making the laws You're of right. what a vampire can write be? Write it. Write it. Let's see it. Yeah. I'm happy to see it. Yeah. I really am. I but think it'd get gross pretty fast. Yeah, it really would. Yeah. 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 But anyways, anything else? Oh, yeah. We got lots. Uh, Carly Jane mm-hmm. asked, what are your hyper fixations right now? Oh, right now I'm back into chess. You are really into And Delman will get like distracted he'll be like do i have time for like one chess session well, yeah, you can do five minute chess yeah games. you you've been really in this i was now. on the plane and i just 
since it was last minute, I didn't plan anything. Sure. So I didn't have sure. any books or headphones or you anything. You texted me at one point that you were just staring without any headphones or music or anything <laughs> to watch. And I was like, you need to do something because people no. are going to be terrified of this guy sitting next counting. to them doing good. <laughs> no. I was like, you can't be that guy. You yeah. can't be the weird guy that's just staring straight ahead in no, a plane. I'd be so creeped I'm out the by that. I'm normal guy doing that. Nope. No, no, but you yeah. have to have something. So I played a good old Tennessean. Yeah. Um, I was playing chess. He was playing chess and we were sitting next to each other. And I was like, oh, do you want? And he's like, do you want to play? And I was like, oh, because like wow. chess is so, I don't know. For me, it's so weird because like I've always prided myself at being good at chess. Sure. But it's you just also never know who is good or bad. And you And I will say. You can never judge a book by its cover with no, chess. Not with Whenever chess. it's someone who's... Or hey, not ever. Exactly. But <laughs> especially with chess. Because whenever it's like some like really, really, really like well-dressed, very normally smart person that says they're good at chess, yeah. I can murder them in like sure. three moves. Sure. But whenever it's some like guy that you've already... Man in a 10-gallon yeah, yeah, like, cowboy hat yeah, yeah, and like Not just that, but jeans. like I had a friend named Perry... I have a friend named Perry. We love Perry. Yeah. And Perry is not like he's such he's a California guy, too. Yeah. So we come he's off like a little bra. Yeah. We come off like bra. So you wouldn't expect him to be good at chess. He's incredibly good. And at he chess. murdered yeah. me in chess the first few times. And then everyone you talk to, they're like, oh, he's a sleeper. Yeah. So this guy is sitting next to me and he's just like, oh, yeah, I like to play chess at night. And this guy just like absolutely. Murdered I mean, we, he didn't murder me, but he beat me. He beat you well. And then yeah. that made me like okay like i'm back baby but i will say i've been playing a lot and i'm doing good you getting better i'm much it is better. your current hyperfixation. Yeah. you've been sneaking in games left and right yeah. i'll ask you a question and i'll be like i didn't hear back from him and then you i really like, have to pay attention come in and you're like i'm in a chess zone yeah i'm ready to go so it is it's your yeah. absolute hyperfixation. So i'm on pushing hard right now good for you yeah. Um, my current hyperfixation is summer fruit. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's so okay. sad. Look, I got a lot of hyperfixations. Yeah, me I've too. been really diving into like certain TV shows. I had one hyperfixation of the show Silo. Mm. I have mm-hmm. now learned everything there is to learn about it, and I started reading the series, and I'm obsessed. And I, it's on Apple TV. I think it's one of the better shows of the last five years. Watch it; it's so good. Uh, but also, um, watermelon really into it i'll never stop until it gets bad and that's like current hyperfixation that is really sad and very wild but yeah. watermelon nice all right how sad is that is that a sad answer kind of it is right yeah but you know you have so many hyperfixations i really do yeah. i have a violent amount of hyperfixations. Well, i hope you step out of your comfort zone with the summer fruits and don't just stick to the classics yeah thank you like, so much maybe start bringing some weird ones no nope. No, I know what I like, and I'm <laughs> sticking to it. All right. Um, no. All oh, right. Look, I'm just saying I have a lot of more complicated hyperfixations. Yeah. Uh, but then I have to dive into the journey of like screenwriting and that whole side of it. Yes. And I just don't think we have time for it. So I'm just going to let you know that right now, watermelons are really great. And we learned a really good hack on TikTok that we call the tiny butthole hack. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Where we saw a guy and he said, so the growing end, it can be like... A bigger side of it. But the opposite end that has that little like hole on the end kind of a thing. The tinier, the better. The tinier, the better. 
And so we say, oh, yeah, it has to have a tiny butthole. But then we realized that saying that in the store kind of got us a lot of yeah, weird looks. A lot of winking. We're not going to not say it. No. But if you find a little yep. tiny butthole on the end of the watermelon, it's always a guaranteed sweet time. Hi, follow me for more <laughs> hacks. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Yeah. I, I love that, it. Yeah. Do you feel like we've covered enough considering we've gone into a really deep side and I'm also sweating? Yeah, I think pounds? I think we did good. I think, um, you know, when we start getting guests and as we keep making these podcasts, like, you know, we can go longer. But for now, I think the people I are mean, there's so it, much I wanted to cover. I wanted to cover the SAG so strike. Hot. I wanted yeah. to cover like a bunch of other different we'll things. We'll hit it next week. Thank It'll you so much. It'll still be going. Okay. We're going to figure out how to get out of the sun. Maybe the next episode will be in a pool. Oh, my God. Or in the dark. Yeah. Or in a river. Dark I'd pool love. river. Oh, that is my current hyperfixation. I've been looking for a... S- I've been... It's actually a wormhole. Wow. I can't believe I didn't bring it up. I'm so sorry. Hi. Welcome to Lee's Brain. I need to find a California lazy river that's within two hours Mm. of Los Angeles. And if you know anything about a lazy river or a river that's within two hours of Los Angeles, tell me, DM me, text me, call me, kiss me on the mouth. I need it. I need a river. I need it so badly. I could just scream. Yes. I love you so much. Thank you you so much for listening. Stay stinky. Stay stinky. Not too stinky. You're going to be stinky because it's hot as balls. Yeah, and thank you for the donations and keep reaching out to us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to see more of. Yeah. And uh, this thing's growing. It's getting there. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your weird cousins. Yeah. And uh, we love you so much. I love you so much. See you next weekend. Bye. (laughs) Bye.